Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Farish, your host for Love Life, and I'm so thrilled for you to be joining us on the Voice America Network to empower your life with love and wholehearted connections through worthiness. We have an exciting show today, but before we jump in, let's center ourselves in a love light meditation to tune into the present moment. So quiet your mind, close your eyes, and we'll take three slow, deep cleansing breaths on the count of three. One, inhale, exhale. Two, inhale, exhale, and three, inhale, and exhale. Continue breathing at your regular pace. Imagine a big cloud of vibrant white light. Immerse yourself in this energy and see yourself glow. Feel the energy of love, peace, and joy. This is who you really are. The source of love within. Take a moment to bathe in this calming, healing energy of pure, divine love. Commit to being light. Now focus on your heart. Love lives here. Gently whisper, I am worthy. I am light. I am love. Your natural state of being. And on the count of three, bring yourself back. One, two, three. And so it is. Revisit this place as often as you like to remind you of the shining light within. You know, judgment of people and ourselves is so automatic in our everyday life, whether it's putting ourselves above others or below others, uh, magnifying our faults and others with condemnation. It can be detrimental. And as John DeMartin refers to these feelings as self-righteousness and self-wrongness and being judgmental can also make us feel unworthy, unloving and unlovable. Our guest, Selena Matreya, will help us turn judgments into something good. Blessings. Wow, I just love that. To look at ourselves and others from a new lens of love, understanding and clarity. And we all can benefit from this. Selena is a transformational agent, an internationally celebrated lecturer, author, and teacher of practical spirituality. She empowers her students by showing them how to reactivate and actualize their intuitive body, their high energy field, in order to respond to chaos. 
that lands in their daily life. And from one of their highest frequencies, peace, kindness, compassion, tolerance, understanding, wisdom, and grace. And I see this as raising our vibration to the frequency of love and a new way of being in the world. So I'm so pleased to have our amazing guest, Selena Matreya, on Love Light, Turn Judgments into Blessing. And this is a challenge that I personally aspire to achieve. So, Selena, welcome to our show today. Well, thank you, Jean. It's such a pleasure to be here. I've watched and followed your work ever since we were in the book Life Sparks Together, and I'm so grateful totally grateful to you for all the work you're doing to help all of us come back to love. So it's an honor to be here and share with your audience today. And thanks to you as well for all the amazing work that you do. And I'm so amazed that our paths crossed in this way. Uh, We were both authentic messengers in the book, uh, Life Sparks, Life Stories to Illuminate, Inspire, and Ignite, uh, that was compiled by Tammy Blodgett. And I'm so grateful also and honored to be a speaker for your upcoming event, Clarion Call 2020, Leading from the Heart, that we'll hear more about. But first of all, Selena, Tell us a little bit about your background and what inspired your journey to become a teacher of teachers. Well, thanks, Jean. Um, it's actually been a lifelong journey. I became uh, introduced to the philosophies of spirit when I was 16 years old, and I'm now 65, so it's been quite a long journey. Um, and throughout that process, I have worked on my own life stream, which is what I refer to my, 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 my being as, um, for the past, you know, 40 some odd years. And really along the way, met a teacher in my 40s who I've worked with for the last 25 years. And through my work with Hope, I have really learned how to apply everything I had been reading in the 20 years previously into my life so that I could actualize the values that I had been learning about and that felt so so home to me, you know, the values of kindness and love and patience. And like everybody else, all of the listeners here, I am a human, you know, I have emotions, I have judgment, I'm still aspiring to, Jean, to what you were sharing <laughs> with us. Mm-hmm. And so along the way, it became very clear um, when I was working with my teacher, Spirit channeled through me and shared with me many years ago, that I, about 25 years ago, that I was to be a teacher. And I was to teach people how to make their life their practice. And they gave me the work of practical spirituality, which is the work of helping people to learn how to utilize difficulty differently than we've been conditioned. We've been conditioned to accept difficulty, to to eat it away, to sex it away, to drink it away, to spend it away, to ignore it, to stuff it. But they have told me that difficulty is actually our opportunity to access the love of who we are and bring it forward. So they taught me how to teach people how to use difficulty as a transformational tool to increase their consciousness, and that's achieved because people learn that each time something difficult arises and we are filled with difficulty in our days, um, we have the opportunity to learn how to respond to it 
from one of the frequencies of love. And that's what we're talking about today when we talk about judgment and, and being wow. able to turn judgment into blessings. Well, I can't wait to jump into this topic. Is this, can you tell us a little bit more about the practical spirituality? I, you know, I love that your intro to explain how, about your journey and how you were channeled to do this amazing work. Uh, what is practical spirituality? Because some people see it as something kind of out there that they can't quite grasp. Uh, what is it that we can use to actually embody it in our everyday life? Well, it's a series of practices and teachings, and the basis of it really refers to the fact that we are multidimensional beings, and as multidimensional beings, we have a body, which is physical, we have a brain, which is physical, we have an emotional system, which we feel, but you can't hold in your hand, we have a history in this body that directs our lives that you can't hold in your hand, but you know you've had a history. We have a personality, once again, that you can't hold in your hand, but it's your personality. You see yourself. You know how you respond and react. And another part of our multidimensionality is our ego, our egoic mind that really is the low-level energy, the feeling of fear, the frequency, the vi- real physical vibration that we feel. And we also have um, its opposite, which is our true nature, the high-frequency energy of love. And what practical spirituality as a teaching does, uh, and what I do as a teacher of practical spirituality, is I teach my students how to acknowledge the different multidimensionalities of who they are, which we all know, what I've just shared is not at all foreign to people, uh, which is breaking down who we are. And then I, and then people learn how to watch themselves as they walk through the world, how to be the witness of who they are so they can watch their, each part of their, the multidimensionality in place. And they get to begin to identify, oh, I'm, I'm feeling angry. And instead of being the anger, they get to see the anger and they get to learn how to choose to transform that anger. So through practical spirituality and and really living the different multidimensionality aspects of who we are, we're able to identify when we're in moments that aren't neutral, that aren't peaceful, and we learn how to actually shift them in the moment. So that's what it's all about. It's very practical, very practical. Yeah. And very empowering. I, I love that because sometimes we, th- we feel like we're at the mercy of <laughs> what we're experiencing and that we have no choice. But if we go within, we see that we can monitor ourselves and watch our thoughts and feelings. And as you say, be that observer of ourselves and look at these moments as gifts to promote change for us and healing. Now, we're in this midst of challenges, challenging times and judgment seems to come natural. We're influenced by fear, uh, media, what's happening in the world. Uh, let's talk about this inner energy of judgment. What is it? And, 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 well, and I'd like to ask you this question. Is, isn't it helpful to have a preconceived notion or judgment about a situation or, or a person or whatever? Uh, tell us about this energy of judgment. Well, I think you bring up such a great point because we're living in times of great chaos and change. And I I truly hold in my heart the space that this change ultimately is for our better. 
Um, I can't imagine a time when the entire world, the entire globe has been asked to pause, to stop. And we have all been asked to stop in one way or another. And our response, you know, it's very chaotic for a lot of people. I don't want to underscore the difficulty. And it's this very difficulty that we're being asked to utilize as a transformational tool. That what we're experiencing in COVID through all of the um, societal and racial unrest and, and reexamining all the, the values that have not served people of color and women and people you know, in so many different ways. Ultimately, this is, this is going to be very helpful. We have an opportunity during this time to, to look at our own responses to each individual difficulty that we experience. And then we have the opportunity to choose. And then we have the opportunity to transform what originally shows up as low frequency vibration judgment is one of the many manifestations of fear. Just like love has many manifestations, kindness, patience, um, understanding, tolerance, well, so does fear. And judgment is one of them. And it's our conditioning. We are societally conditioned from the time we are born to have certain expectations and values. And, and as you said, over time, we begin to feel because of these societal conditioning that when we lose connection to the energy of love of who we are, that, that manifestation of our being is subjugated over time and we lose connection with it. So we might have moments of times when we're at the ocean or in the great pine forest and we feel so connected or we look in our lovers' eyes, our children's eyes, our friends, and, and experience the divine in them that connects with the divine in us. But we rarely in our everyday lives, unless we make the choice, do we look at our life as an opportunity to choose a loving response. So judgment is indeed a low-level uh, low vibration energy that so many people automatically go to, but it's conditioned. And like any other habit that we have as a human being, it can be shifted. It takes time. It takes attention. It takes commitment. And as you said, Jean, it takes choice. But it is possible. My life is incredibly peaceful. My life is filled with deep connection and, and that really helped me to get past a brain injury that took me out of my life immediately and left me in a state where in the physical world I had, you know, no options seemingly in front of me, but I had lots of choice. So, so I speak from a place of being, um, having had everything taken away. I, I watch my students as they make these changes in their lives. So it's, you're right, it is, it seems like it's, just nonstop, but we always have the choice to change and utilize the judgment that we see as a transformational tool to go to peace. So what you're saying to take time and, uh, well, pause and really watch, be the observer of you as you encounter these, uh, what, uh, your thoughts or, or if you're watching the media or you hear something negative, uh, really watch yourself and not fall prey to that low frequency of judgment. And that makes a lot of sense because if you just, you know, engage with that before you know it, you're, you're, you're really immersed in low vibration and it affects you, I guess, during the course of your whole day, really. 
Well, you're absolutely right. It's our thoughts and our emotions. Those aspects of our multidimensionality are the keys to seeing how the being that we are is. So as we practice being an observation of our thoughts and our emotions, we can see ourselves. I'm in judgment now. I, you know, I, I call myself Judge Judy sometimes. I have a walking past yes. here, and <laughs> sometimes I find myself Judge Judy because people don't have a mask on. So I notice that right away, and I do the practice that I'll be sharing later. I, I do it several times a day when I see myself in judgment, and um, and it's a it's really wonderful because it really shifts us. So the first step is definitely to observe. And then the second step is to remember you have choice and you could shift out of what you've just observed about your judgment that you're holding. Oh, yes. I love that because really uh, staying in that low vibration, it takes you down to that low level of thinking and being and to really be the observer and be more aware. I do that frequently You know, when I'm in that judgment state. I'm like, okay, you're being judgmental. You know this is something that you said that you need to work on. Let's snap out of it and move to a higher vibration because I love the vibration of, of love. As they say, we're either in love or fear. And you mentioned that earlier that, you know, there's a lot of things that fall under love and the things that fall under fear and we're either in love or fear. And when I get in that judgment mode, it's like, okay, you're, you're in fear now and you don't want to be here. You want to rise above this. And so I really uh, have a, a good conversation with myself <laughs> to take me out of that low frequency and move back into love. And if that's detaching from uh, the media or conversation or something I'm reading or listening to, it's like, okay, enough. And then I move to something that's more, you know, uplifting uh, with a higher vibration. Well, that sounds quite wonderful, Jean. And I look forward to sharing the practice with you so that you can have another opportunity to shift that fear and everybody else can too, because we're vibration. We got to get rid of the vibration that we've created, right? Oh yes, indeed, yes, indeed, and I can't wait to hear your practice. We're gonna, we're up for a quick commercial break, so don't go away. We'll be right back with more on turn judgments into blessings with our guest Selena Matreya, transformational agent and teacher of practical spirituality. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. 
Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, you've been listening to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. Welcome back. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And coming back from commercial break, we'll continue with Selena Matreya, transformational agent, internationally celebrated author, lecturer, and teacher of practical spirituality on turn judgments into blessings. And judgments can be hurtful, painful, and result in rejection by ourselves and others. And it's time for us to make a shift to turn our judgments into blessings. So, Selena, we're back to hear more of your amazing wisdom to turn judgments into blessings. Tell us, how does judgment relate to self-love and self-worth? Well, in the world of spirituality, there is a truth that we are all different individual beings where we have different bodies, we have different histories, all of the different parts of our being that you and I laid out earlier in this call are different. We look different. We have a different history, a different personality. Um, we, we have different ways of being, but what the one common element that we all share is the high frequency of love. When we are born into these physical bodies, we are energy. And that aspect of energy is critically important because the oneness, as I refer to it, the oneness of energy, which we call love, is very is a very real energy. And that's what binds us all together. So when we take on the low frequency energy of judgment, we are placing ourselves out of the alignment with the oneness of who we are. And so we may think we're feeling badly because we have, we have maligned another person, held judgment um, of someone, and we're feeling badly because we did that. And that's 
probably accurate because nobody really wants to hurt anyone else. But we're also feeling badly because we are on a vibrational level recognizing that we have removed ourselves from the energy of love of who we are. Our nat- we have left our natural way of being. And because we're, we're not, you know, as we enter bodies and become babies, and we grow older, uh, we talk about the societal conditioning. We're not, no one talks to you as a child or, or very few people talk to you if ever as a child. Certainly we're not taught in school about this vibration of love, about oneness, about the, the uh, vibration of who we truly are. And so we, over time, we forget about that. But it is still active within us and the low frequency is active within us. And when we come into bodies, we are born with what we refer to as free will. And free will can be defined, Jean, as the choice to say yes or no to this high frequency of love of who we are. And we spend our entire lives with this saying yes or no. And when we are in judgment of another, we are very much saying no to the high frequency of love of who we are. And that's why we're wounded when we're judged. We're wounded when we're not listened to. We feel, we feel wounded when another says something cutting about us. But the person who isn't listening, the person who is doing the wounding, is also feeling outside of the energy of love. Mm, wow, that's powerful. Because even looking at ourselves as it relates to self-love and self-worth, this inner critic within us, our own capacity to condemn ourselves, uh, you know, throughout our lives and uh, feel that we're not worthy uh, of love. And as you stated, that this is our natural state of being. And I know that because I, I've written a book about, you know, living in the spirit of love, our natural state of being. But we forget this or we uh, become uh, really engrossed in fear and deep conditioned beliefs that really take us out of that vibration of love. So again, as you were saying, we have to really what watch what we're saying to ourselves, p- take a pause and realize and immerse ourselves in love, really, to shift. Well, I, what you're, yes, and, and I think when it comes to what people, when, when people refer as you are, you know, to self-love and, and when, we're, when we're not feeling that, it's helpful for people to really see this as vibration. So if you're feeling defeated, if you're feeling depressed, if you're not feeling worthy, then you can recognize, ah, I see, I see that uh, the, the life stream, I call my totality a life stream, I see that the life stream is experiencing a sense of unworthiness. Oh, and that becomes, that becomes an alarm because you're not the unworthiness. You are noticing the vibration of unworthiness. And when, mm-hmm. you, when you are referring to your life stream from that perspective where you are noticing it, there is a space between your consciousness, which is what does the watching, the brain does the thinking, the emotional body experiences the emotion. The consciousness watches the emotional body. The consciousness observes the thought. So when you're saying, I am noticing that the life stream is, is experiencing unworthiness, it is the consciousness, the higher level of love within you that is doing the noticing. 
And there is a space between the noticing and the action. And in that space, you have choice. So that's the choice to shift. If you just feel unworthy, you're, you're going into the emotional body. So you're in the vibration of the emotion of the low level frequency. So you pull yourself out of the low level by becoming the observer. And while this may sound clunky to people, and I appreciate that it might, when you actually start the practice, it's not clunky at all. So the idea is to be able to notice when you're in a state of low-level frequency, when you're in worry or anxiety, and then to say quietly to yourself, or even if you're by yourself, say it out loud, I notice that now I'm feeling anxious. That means the low-level frequency has come in. And what I ask people to do is to imagine an alarm clock. Now, when I started this practice, I visualized an alarm clock that looked like an old, round face of of a clock with two big brass cells on either side. And I actually saw them moving, and I heard the sound. And as soon as I have a frequency in my body that is low level, and I notice that that alarm goes off, and that reminds me that I have choice to shift my state. And then I shift my state with the practice that I'll be sharing in a little bit. So we don't have to be unworthy. We, when we experience unworthiness, that's one of many different parts of our manifestation. It's not yes. who we are. But if, yes. we don't, if we don't understand that we have lots of aspects to our manifestation, we feel that our emotional body is all we have or we're trained to believe that whatever goes into our, our thinking is who we are. In fact, that phrase that is actually so popular in the New Age movement, I have a great deal of trouble with, which is change your thoughts, change your life. Because neuroscientists have said that the brain, you know, the brain does not create a new. The brain recognizes what it knows, and creates structure around it. So what the brain is recognizing is the frequency in the body. And if we're Mm -hmm. in low frequency, the brain starts to create structure, which look like thoughts and emotions that represent that frequency. But when we're in high frequency, the brain structures thoughts around that frequency. So if we're trying to change our thoughts, we're working with the product. We're not working with the source of the product. So when we learn to recognize our vibratory states and we choose to work with them at that level, we can affect great change. When they're already thoughts and emotions, they're alert systems. They're alarms for us. That's the point. That's why we have them. Not to try to change those, but to have that emotion or that thought be an alarm to remind us that there's low frequency happening and we need to shift that now. Mm, we I love to be that. In a state of peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in essence, it's like don't engage with it or agree with it. Recognize it as a vibration. Uh, and it's just like as Einstein indicated, you can't solve the problem at the level in which it was created. So it takes us exactly. to a different level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so you're, powerful. You're using it as an alert. You're using mm-hmm. it as an alert system. To, so when you have that low-level frequency, you, you instead of being inside of it or giving yourself the opportunity to dwell with it, you just use it as, oh, my gosh, if I truly want to be peaceful... I know that this that this 
is an alert and I need to rid myself of this energy in order to be peaceful. And just for anybody listening, Jean, who might think that, you know, why are we talking about all this energy? Because we are energy and science even um, has, you know, clearly we have EKGs and EEGs that measure the frequency, the actual electronic frequency in our minds and our hearts. At the end of our life, we're hooked up to a monitor and when it stops beeping and it flatlines, there is no energy in the body. The body mm. is there, but the energy is gone. So yeah. medical science recognizes that what we're doing is we're learning how to access, to acknowledge that energy, to access it, and to actualize it in our life so that we can use it to have the peaceful life that we seek. Because no one's going to give us that. No book, no workshop. You and I have written books. We know that books are helpful. There's material there of a certain level of vibration, which is helpful. But it comes down to the choices we make in our everyday life, which is why Spirit said to me, you'll be teaching people how to make their life their practice. Because as we choose each moment of our life, to recognize when we're in high and low vibration, we can then choose to shift any low vibration into a high vibration so we can remain at peace. Oh, I love that. We have to have that desire to make a change and really the commitment and discipline to practice this in our everyday life, to be more aware and change our vibration to move toward love and not fear. And I know you work with a lot of uh, students. Tell us about uh, who do you work with and, and how do you help them? Can you share maybe some stories of how you've helped them manage chaos? And I know when we're working with others, uh, you know, we really have to keep our cups filled uh, because of the nature of our work uh, to help others and uh you know, use our skills and wisdom and knowledge to to really inspire and empower others. So what give us some examples of how you use this with your students and who are your students? Well, thanks for asking. Um, it turns out that my students are heart centered coaches. They're people who have really been called to help others lead and develop others develop lives that are meaningful. Uh, I work with a lot of heart-centered entrepreneurs, people who are really interested in building uh, companies um, that, that prosper. I work with other uh, creative, creative people who are very open to understanding how they work. I'm also working a lot with other spiritual teachers and a lot of healers. So all the people that come to me, I say heart-centered because they're people that are already on a path. They have, you know, they've read your book, they've read other spiritual books, they attend workshops. They know that the world of physicality is not where everything begins and ends, and they have an interest in increasing their consciousness. But they haven't learned yet how to do that because the practice of practical spirituality is very unique. I'm the only teacher teaching it. I, I really, it's not something that's been franchised. It's not something that's even been written about yet. I'm in the process of writing a book 
called Monks Without Monasteries, How Ordinary People Live Extraordinary Lives. Mm, But that will be the first book to even lay this out. So my students are people already on a path who who seem to be, uh, have signed up to help other people lead better lives. And as you said, all of those people need to be integral. They need to be authentic. They need to be in their own authority. And what that means is living their life um, by the practices of keeping themselves in a neutral vibration so that they can offer not only the best of who they are to their clients, but they can be in the vibration where they can receive the information that's needed for them to share with others. So those mm-hmm. are the people that I work with. Um, and, and it's been remarkable. Um, I've, uh, most of the students come and stay for quite some time because you can imagine that with all the conditioning we have, this is not work that happens, you know, one week workshop. Uh, this of course. This is work that is <laughs> continuous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As, as we all know, right? Um, but it's been remarkable to see the lives of my students change. There's a woman who came to me when I lived in New York City um, about seven years ago. We met and she started working with me. And when she came to me, she was a lovely person, a very warm person. But she hadn't found her place in her life, and she didn't feel very worthy. And she felt compelled to work at jobs that really weren't satisfying. And her husband, uh, she and her husband had a fairly decent relationship, but she just felt there was something in her that was just not, just didn't feel worthy. And through the work that we've done and the work that she's done in practical spirituality, I've watched over the years as she ended up leaving New York City and she and her husband bought a house outside. She had sworn she'd never leave New York because she loved, she just loved the energy, but she realized she needed, she needed the country. She needed nature. And she, she allowed herself the opportunity to not work at these jobs that weren't meaningful with the right people just because she, over time she let go of this idea that she had to. You know, she had privilege. She was fortunate. She didn't have to work, and yet she chose to work. But what what was really calling to her was to do her own work. And so finally she gave herself the permission to do that. Um, And over time, now she's living a life that is very tuned in. She's watching her vibration. She's watching her frequency. And she's starting to do work that is very meaningful to her. So she had to let go of this notion that she just had to do any work just to work in order to be able to find what the work was that calls to her. I work with another woman who is a very successful creative person with, a, with an international business. And she has two daughters. And she is on the go 24 7. And she does not give herself any space to breathe. She doesn't eat well. She doesn't sleep. And over time, I have watched her change completely in the way that she approaches her life to where she has made the time for sleep and she eats good food and she's learned how to breathe in a different way and to move in a different way and to be less judgmental because she was working at such a furious pace that there was no time 
for anything. And wow. so we don't that, go into the, the psychological reasons why mm-hmm. things are happening. If people have therapists, that's wonderful. We go into looking at where you are now, what's serving you and what's not, and then we get right <laughs> into the practice. All right. Well, okay. Well, let's, we, we got to take a quick commercial break, so don't go away. We'll be right back. Keep that thought in mind, Selena. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. Flourish in love and master your life. Register now for Dr. Jean Marie Farish's Spirit of Love online class, Fall 2020. For more information, click the Spirit of Love class show link on the Love Light show page. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for Heart Opening Beautiful to Radiate Your Inner Beauty and The Body Balancing and Physical Regeneration Pathway to Become More Energized. Ignite Your Spark and Live a Life of Passion and Purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to our show, Love Light. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And if you're just joining us, we're, we have an amazing show, Turn Judgments into Blessings with our 
guest, Selena Matreya, a transformational agent, internationally celebrated author, lecturer, and teacher of practical spirituality. And Selena, you shared an amazing story about uh, one of your uh, a, a person that you work with, and we know now that people are out of work. They're looking for other opportunities, and you know, during this pause, it is an opportunity to really kind of take a look and see what are some of the things that you're passionate about, that you're more connected to in spirit. So, could you give us a concluding thought about the person who you worked with before we uh, went into our commercial break? Yeah, thank you. Um, the woman I was referring to has worked extremely hard um, to notice her low vibration and to use it as an alarm clock and then to fill herself with the energy of love that she so needs because difficulty and judgment specifically is a key indicator that we are needing love. So she really has a much more peaceful life. She's got a better relationship with her children. Um, and she moves through her life with a lot more ease and peace. But it's, it's taken a while, but she did the work. And as you said, Jean, you know, that's, you know, we're spiritual warriors. And so it does take a lot of work. But we are spiritual warriors. And if we want peace, we have that opportunity to give it to ourselves. Yes, I love that because without peace, we can't do much of anything. That's kind of my <laughs> my philosophy. So, you know, being peaceful and at peace, I can be more creative. I can write. I can, you know, really do a lot of things uh, in terms of using my gifts and talents when I'm at peace and to have a better life for myself and others. So, Celine, I think you had, uh, what, a meditation or practice that you wanted to share with us? Yes, it's not a meditation. It's a very active practice, and I, oh, what I call I call it a I call it a life hack because it's something that you can use at any time. So let me explain it to you and share it with everybody. You can either you can listen to the process, and then what I suggest everybody do when they get off the show is is actually practice it out throughout the day. So here's what you do: you're watching yourself. You're moving through the day practicing the art, and it takes a while, so give yourself grace as you start watching yourself, checking in throughout the day. How is my emotion? What are my thoughts? So you're taking time throughout the day to check in, but you don't even need to check in when you feel judgment. So the next time you feel a sense of righteousness, a sense of I know better than, or why is that person, or like me being Judge Judy on the walking path, why is that person not wearing a mask, you know? When you see yourself in that moment, remember that you are energy. And because you are energy, then in that moment, you are in low-frequency energy. And just visualize yourself pulling a plug out of the wall and easily say to yourself, cancel that. If you're by yourself, you can say it as loud as you want. And if you're with other people, you can quietly say, cancel that. Because when Mm -hmm. you say, when you recognize the energy and you say, cancel that, and you see yourself literally pulling a plug out of the wall, the next step is to just fill yourself to take a moment and see yourself at the ocean, in the forest, with someone who you love, who loves you, and fill your being with that energy. Just visualize the face of a person, literally for a moment or two. See yourself at the beach. Breathe the air. Listen to the gulls. 
Watch the waves in your imagination and fill yourself with the frequency of love in however it appears to you. And that's it. It's recognizing the judgment. It's choosing in that moment to stop and pull a plug and say, cancel that and end the charge and then fill yourself with love. Now, three simple steps. However, we're creatures of habit. To actually choose in that moment of judgment, which is sometimes so seductive, to stop it is going to be, for some people, a challenge. Pulling the plug and saying cancel that, no challenge at all. It might also be, however, a challenge for people to to really choose in that moment to stop and fill themselves with love. But if you make an effort to observe your state and then you move into choosing when you see yourself in judgment to pull the plug and then you move into filling yourself with love, over time, this will become as easy as breath. So that's Mm -hmm. the process, Jean. I love that because, uh, you you know, you've given us like ways to short circuit judgment (laughs) Uh, I love exactly. the, you know using the word cancel cancel I use that sometimes too <laughs> but I love the the idea of the alarm uh, the pulling the plug you know it's like you're you're disconnecting from that energy and then moving into a positive what thought or you know like you say imagining yourself in a whole different uh, peaceful environment full of love joy and and high vibration i know uh, at the beginning of our segment we talked about those highest I, I think i mentioned those highest frequencies that you use in working with uh, your students peace kindness compassion tolerance understanding wisdom and grace how can those be used are, are we looking at using those to you know cut the circuit on judgment and replace it with these high frequencies? Yes, because all of those are manifestations of love and love is just Mm -hmm. love. And those are words that here in the physical world we use to describe that energy of love, just like there are words that describe the low energy of fear. But as you say, we can't be love and fear at the same time. So when you pull that plug, you're ending that frequency, literally, physically ending that frequency. And then you're bringing in the energy of love to replace it. And so that's that's the process. Mm, I love that. Uh, Very simple, but I think if we practice it, uh, it can really make a difference and change our vibration from judgment, low judgment to the higher vibration of love. Something simple, but we have to be committed and uh, have to have that desire to move from judgment and disconnect from low vibration. So, Selena, tell us a little bit about your your services, uh, resources, classes, and these this upcoming event, uh, the Clarion Call 2020, Leading from the Heart. Well, thanks, Jean. Um, I do work one-on-one with students who are interested in learning how to use practical spirituality to bring themselves at peace, and they can contact me through my website at practicalspiritualitywithselena.com. And Clarion Call, I am so excited about. 
Um, because when COVID happened, I was overlooked. Um, Spirit told me, I cha- Spirit has been channeling through me for 25 years and made it very clear to me that I would be, um, I would not get ill, I would be fine, I would not lose my business because I had just literally come through seven years of a, my own personal COVID situation in the brain injury that I had sustained. And so they told me I was to step up to the plate and serve, that they would care for me, I was blessed, I was, I was not to worry, and that I was to serve. And I have done lots of things to serve people during, during COVID. And Clarion Call is a five-day teaching opportunity. It is meant to serve our heart-centered coaches and entrepreneurs, our creatives, our spiritual teachers and healers, the people that are taking us into the new iteration of the new world as different systems are breaking down that do not serve, that we're experiencing through our, uh, through the COVID experience, through the social shifting that's happening, we're building a new world at the same time. And these are the people that are leading the way. History has shown us that it's been the creative people and the people who, you know, are are spiritual healers and teachers, our coaches, our entrepreneurs, we're going to be building our new world. And I Mm -hmm. want to support them. So I have gathered 12 amazing, intelligent, insightful, and high-frequency women of whom you are one, my dear Jean. I'm so glad you're on our call. Yes. And I've I've gathered them because they each have very specific information and they're so inspirational. And they've had conversations with me that we've recorded. And Clarion Call from October 5th to 12th is an event where if you would like to receive information on how you can change your frequency, how you can become more integral, more authentic, um, then, then sign up for it and you will receive two videos a day with conversations with each, each conversation with a teacher and you'll be able to learn the topics that they have to share with you. It's totally free. There is absolutely nothing to do except sign up. So I encourage everybody who's interested in their own transformation to do so. And I'm sure, Jean, you have that information and well, people can, um, yeah. Well, how can they connect with you? That's what we need to know. How can people register for it? Sure. They could go to practicalspiritualitywithselena.com forward slash clarion hyphen call backward slash. And they oh. can sign up. So that's okay. practicalspiritualitywithselena, S-E-L-I-N-A dot com forward okay. slash clarion call dot oh. com. And oh. um, backwards slash. Well, thank you, Selena. That is, uh, I, I we had just such an amazing show with you as an amazing guest. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, it's been my pleasure, Jean. Thank you so okay. much for having me here. Okay. Well, today we've really been inspired and, and encouraged with this powerful message from Selena Matreya: Turn judgments into blessings. And then we will become more loving, compassionate, and authentic human beings. But it takes awareness and practice. So send me your insights about our shows and the results of your love light practice exercise, which is posted on the the blog page of my website, www.jeanfarisjourney.com. And send me your insights about our show and your practice, and I'll share them live on our show at gene 72 at yahoo.com.
And as your consciousness expands, you will become less judgmental. Offer a helping hand. Be compassionate. Practice the golden rule. Do unto others as you you would have them do unto you. Be the type of love you want to experience in the world. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. And remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thanks for tuning in today. Thank you for listening to Love Light This Week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.